What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, Johnny King in the house. Thank you for checking in on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I am feeling better than the last episode, which is such a relief. And would you believe that it might be because I've not had a drink of alcohol in a couple weeks? Who knows? Who knows? But I will say uh, everything in moderation uh, I like to live my life by. But when it becomes in excess, that's when we have an issue. And certainly as I've been kind of traveling around and going to parties and doing whatnot, which is super fun, um, not keeping track of, you know, (laughs) how I moderate the alcohol has proven to have a negative impact on my health. And uh, if you've experienced something similarly, then I'm preaching to the choir. Having said that, I was chatting with my uh, one of my best friends, Dan, the other day, and you know we were just talking about life as we often do. Uh, he and I are in very similar uh, stages, seasons of life, uh, which is so great to have other guys, especially, to walk life with, um, to walk through life with, I should say, and. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I guess as I continue to look forward, as I continue to look at enjoying the present, as I look at my past behavior, it's always interesting to, to use those three um, <laughs> to help determine if the direction that we're going in life is the direction we really want to go, right? And so... I was talking to him, and, and as uh, the saying often goes in personal development, how you do anything is how you do everything. And, uh, or another way I've heard it also said is how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so are you the type of person who's committed to something and they follow, and you follow through? Are you someone who starts something uh, fast and furious, but then you have a hard time actually following through? Are you, uh, are you someone who overthinks things so you never actually get started and things don't move forward, right? And so the chances are good that how you do one thing like that is oftentimes probably how you do most everything in life. And so as I was chatting with him, I was like, let's, let's just look at our past several years. And, uh, and I'll just speak for myself as I was talking to him. I was like, I'll just be honest, you know, uh, I'm constantly reevaluating constantly self-auditing my behavior and checking in with asking myself, are my behaviors in alignment with the direction that I ultimately want my life to go? And is it towards the, the end uh, that, I, that I'd like to 
experience. Granted, I know that life never um, truly ends. In my belief, you know, even after this human experience, I believe that our souls, our spirit, continue on. And so that's the for me that's a, a fun idea that uh, this is a a journey towards growth that that never that never ends. Um, and it's less morbid to think that, oh, we're going to put all this effort into to getting to the end of our lives, and then that's it. So whether you, li- you know, believe in reincarnation or you believe in life after death or you believe that life does end, um, I think it's important to maximize the time that we have while we're experiencing this uh, so-called three-dimensional human experience. And so... As I was reflecting back on like, okay, you know, if I could just look back over the last 6, 12 months, the last uh, 24 to 36 months, um, over the last 3 to 5 years, let's just say. And I want you to do this too as you're listening um, and just kind of let the wheels turn. You want to ask yourself, you know, are you proud of the results that you have achieved during that time period. Now, for me, personally, there's certainly things that I am not super happy about, not pleased about, I'm disappointed in. And yet there are also things in my life where I'm super proud of and, and I'm very grateful for. Uh, the, the, the pivoting, the lack of uh, ego that I have you know, expressed to be able to change directions. And I do feel like a lot of our challenges as men is that if you are not happy with the direction that your life is going, chances are that you are wounded. Uh, We're all wounded, let's be honest, Uh, that you have wounds, that you are insecure. We all have our insecurities. That we are unclear about the direction we ultimately want to go. Or you've been following a trajectory that you were kind of programmed as a younger adult, or let's be more honest, probably as a, as a child, of kind of the vision of where your life should go, and you're probably not truly in alignment, your head and your heart, with that direction. And so for me, as I was talking to my buddy the other night, I told him that there's been plenty, plenty of times <laughs> over the last 15 years since my life really kind of uh, took a you know, uh, let's just say a, a, a major uh, wake-up call where I've asked myself, um, like, what's the real reasoning behind doing what I'm doing? Right, when I was younger, working in corporate America, I was insecure. I didn't know which direction I really wanted to go in life, but I was just following the plan that I had been laid out in front of me, which was, you know, essentially the, the one that you well know of, which is get a good education, uh, you know, a, a good degree, find a good job, uh, get married, settle down, and then blah, 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 right? Have kids, have grandkids, retire, save for retirement, all that stuff. So I was doing that in my 20s. And yet felt deeply, deeply unfulfilled. Let's just be honest. So uh, 
when my life imploded at 29:30, I began asking questions of like, what is it that I actually really, really want? And truthfully, the answers aren't that complex and they're actually not all that involved. It's not like I want to own a 90-story building with my name on it written in gold. You know, it's not like I want to have a uh, a 200-foot private yacht and uh, like those things are fun to experience. And yet when it comes down to it, what I really want is deep connection with amazing people. I want to have deep impact, um, deep positive impact. Let me make that caveat. Uh, on those in the world um, that share similar, you know, a similar path as I am. I want to continually learn. I want to laugh a shit ton. Um, I want to be healthy and just have a quality of life. I want to see the world. Um, I just want to experience life, uh, you know, <laughs> from, a, from, a, from the standpoint of really enjoying as much of it as I can. Okay, cool. That doesn't have as much to do with uh, acquiring and getting so many material things as maybe the next person might want. However, I do also realize, having learned through Tony Robbins and various other things, that we we typically don't want the the tangible things that we can you know put our hands on. We want the the emotional feeling that we believe that tangible thing that we can put our hands on can elicit from us, right? So like, for instance, I love to mountain bike. I love to snowmobile. I love to play sports. I love to dance. I like to, I like to be active. I like to move. And doing those things makes me feel alive and makes me feel excited and I get to laugh and I just feel so much gratitude, right? So... So I was talking to my, my buddy the other night. I was challenging him, as I've challenged myself in the past, to really look at why we do, each and every one of us individually, why we seek the things that we seek, why we do the things that we do. I know for me personally, I've had to continually check in on myself to ensure that the reasons why I'm doing things were from a uh, a place of integrity compared to when I have certainly sought, you know, feeling certain uh, emotions that were coming more from a place of um, a lack of integrity or um, a lack of fulfillment or sadness, a lack of self-worth. Um, and so... I know for me, I, as I've continued to check my ego and even ask the questions of like, what would life look like if I completely let go of how my identity is wrapped up in doing this thing? For instance, when I was working in corporate America, I was traveling a lot, I was in sales, management. What would life look like... <clears throat> And I remember saying this even to the, the woman I was seeing at the time, like, I just wish I could <laughs> pour myself into personal development 
and just read and learn. If I just could have my, my, uh, what do you call it? Like day-to-day expenses covered, like that would be the dream. Lo and behold, it was all of maybe a year or two later uh, where I found myself experiencing that freedom. And uh, I owned my own gyms, and I was done for the day in terms of interacting with clients by 10.30 a.m. I just had two or three, uh, actually I only had two, um, what do you call it, classes a day at my gym. And granted, I was seeing, in those classes, I was seeing 40, 50, 60, 70 people at a time. So I was able to get a lot of people through. Um, but then I had the rest of the day from 10.30 a.m. to do whatever I wanted to do. And I had my expenses covered. I was like, this is the shit. Holy cow. But I say that just because I don't think it really would have ever manifested itself unless I was willing to actually have the courage to answer that question of like, what is it that I really, really want? And did I have the, the humility to be willing to leave what, like the job primarily, the way that I was creating uh, income, um, like I was wearing suits all the time, I was, you know, making decent money, I was uh, traveling a lot. Um, I just had a certain identity for myself that I had, you know, concocted in this life that I was living. So when I went through my went through a a divorce, that really kind of shook me to my core. Quite frankly, in a good way, it's probably the best thing that could have happened to me because it woke me up to the fact that I was actually living my life uh, sleepwalking. I wasn't even intentional about anything I was really doing with the exception of maybe my health. Um, and everything else was just kind of like an autopilot. And so, it, uh, you know, the, the divorce allowed me to, in, in some regards, feel so, <laughs> again, dejected or humbled by the experience that uh, that I allowed myself t- to divorce me from me, right? The challenge is in thinking back is would I have made that those same decisions if I wasn't going through div- through a divorce? And I'm honestly I'm not sure. I think the pain was so bad in in how I thought about remaining being the same person. I had become, it was so painful to think about staying that way that at least it was less scary to evolve. Whereas, and I think most men feel stuck because it's scarier to evolve. It's scarier to face the skeletons in the closet. It's scarier to focus on healing than it is just to accept the status quo of how life is right now. And I think that's the biggest challenge that you might be facing in your life if you feel stuck. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that time that I that I had when I was 30 years old and yet I found myself more and more routinely 
every about 18 to 24 months having to shed my exoskeleton, my skin, so to speak, as if I was a a reptile or a, a snake, because I was evolving so much that the the, the trajectory that I was on and, the, and the, the direction I wanted to go in, the identity that I had had for the previous, let's say, year and a half to two years was no longer, was actually like no longer serving me, but was actually holding me back, right? And so, um, and of course I've had my doubts. There's been times I've thought about like, well, am I... Am I just running from one thing to the next thing? Am I, do I have, uh, you know, the, the, the shiny syndrome uh, challenge where I just go from one shiny object to the next, to the next, to the next. And I do feel like at times that has been the case. And yet because I've been, been in this world of continually checking in on myself and being, and I cannot tell you how important it is to really, really, truly check your ego at the door, the, the, the more you are easily coachable, the more you are just willing to learn and to quote unquote, to fail forward, to, uh, to try something to take action and then to pivot and go to another action. And then like, it's so much better than, than I see a lot of guys who's Egos, or quite frankly, their fears, their ego is just masking their fear, but their fear is really um, keeping them from moving forward, right? Their, their fear of, well, if I let this go, if I let all of these things go, I don't know who I would actually be. And I feel like, <clears throat> granted, so, so when I started really going through this process, it was in 2009, right? Well, fast forward nine years, I'm still working through these challenges. And that's where I met Christine Hasler, my coach. She's the one who wrote the forward of my book, an amazing, amazing coach. One of, she's been my very best coach by far. Someone that I've seen work uh, on people live that, that have not had uh, the experience of like having that type of genius or being in the, in the presence of that type of genius other than Tony Robbins, which, you know, if you've seen him live, uh, it's unfucking believable So, side note, um, coming back to what I was saying, she challenged me in late 2018 of like, you know what, Johnny? You need to figure out what it means for you to be a man that you can be proud of. And then you, if, it's call, if you're called to it, you need to, to help other men do the same. I was like, oh shit, like that was really probably what I've been avoiding most for those previous nine years. I definitely was working on myself and my life and it's easy to be like, okay, well, how can I make more money and what kind of type of career, you know, I'd gone from owning gyms to then selling off my gym after five years, moving into coaching women, uh, weight loss, uh, all those things. And yet I still didn't find myself happy, fulfilled at the end of the day. And so that's what, that humility was what led me to join that mastermind where I finally met her at the very last mastermind meeting of the year. And I was like, I'm just confused and I don't know what direction to go in. And she said, quite frankly, Johnny, your confusion is just a mask for your fear 
Because if you're confused, then you're not willing, you know, then you don't know which direction to go in. And you often probably tell yourself, if, if I just knew what to do, I would take action, but I'm just confused and I have so many ideas and there's so many options. And it's like, I don't know. She's like, that really goes to show me that you are not in your masculine. A healthy masculine is very decisive. He knows what direction he's going in. Even if he takes an action and moves in, in the direction of something he pursues and then he realizes it's not what he wants, then he quickly pivots and takes action in a different direction. But the fearful masculine, when the masculine gets stressed, it actually goes more uh, shadow feminine, if you will. And that shadow feminine is a very pleasing man. It's a very like... Uh, you know, scared or unsure man. It's it's a man who's like, oh, I don't know, babe. You just tell me where to go and I'll go and uh, whatever makes you happy. And I don't know, I guess I'm just kind of confused in my life and I just have so many options. I don't know what to choose. And it's, or, it's, or it's a man who like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. And he gets really excited about an idea, but then he talks himself out of it. And, he, and then next thing you know, like, this happens over weeks or months, and all you've done essentially is spin your wheels, right? And don't get me wrong, we all fucking do this, right? Especially if you kind of haven't had that great masculine uh, role model in your life, which I feel like a lot of guys haven't, uh, myself included. So one of the, the, the best things that I started doing whether it be in dating women or in my life uh, with my business or um, it's, it was just cultivating a lifestyle of greater discipline where I had, like, I chose <laughs> what I was going to do regardless of my mood, right? And it's de- definitely still something I struggle with. Uh, I think we all probably do. But the more you can... Uh, kind of express dominion and that's the whole idea of kind of becoming the king of your kingdoms the king of your mood your emotions your life all the different areas of your of your lifestyle your existence is to say that your moods don't dictate your behavior your vision and your goals dictate your behavior and your moods (laughs) Your emotions take a second, you know, a back row seat. That's not to say that you don't experience or don't um, allow yourself to feel emotions. You absolutely do. But if you don't feel super motivated, but you know you should go to the gym, right? Or you don't feel super motivated, but you need to make those cold calls or you need to send those things out for work. Or you're not feeling super motivated, but you should probably plan that date night that you told your your spouse or your significant other that you would plan for Friday night. You need to fucking do those things, right? So I do believe if you keep kind of doing those little, if you make, if you just decide, (laughs) if you just decide, if you decide to be more decisive, and that's kind of ultimately what it is. If you find your, if you just, Commit yourself to being decisive. It's a great way with with a lot of those smaller little decisions of like, am I going to get out of bed right now or snooze? Am I going to go to the gym or not? Am I going to stay hydrated today? Am I am I going to be uh, choose the healthier option versus the less healthy option? Those little things 
done over time allow you to actually build up self-confidence and self-esteem and a healthier masculine expression so that when it comes to the bigger things in life, like where to go with your career, where to go with your relationship, where to go with your health, your finances, it becomes a lot more, it's just like a muscle that you're building over time, right? And that that muscle gets stronger and you're able to utilize it, uh, you know, when you need to, when, when the, you know, environment requires it, the muscles there to push back, essentially, right? Versus uh, being emotionally weak or uh, being weak in your expression of discipline where you've broken your word with yourself so many times. You've broken, um, you've lied to yourself so many times that your self-esteem or your relationship to your own word Am I going to actually show up when I'm going to show up? Am I going to actually do the things that I'm going to do, that I say I'm going to do? If that is really, really weak, then that's what you've got to focus on. First and foremost, reestablishing, re-strengthening to the point where you are someone who can be depended upon by either yourself or by your loved ones, your coworkers, your friends, whomever you come in contact with. Because if you're not dependable, then good luck, you know, getting any sense of forward momentum over time, uh, consistently over time in your life, if that makes sense. So it's one of those things where, as I was, you know, coming back around to what I was saying at the beginning, to really feel like you are, you know, and I, for me personally, I feel a great sense of happiness and fulfillment and excitement for life when I'm consistently making progress in whatever, what other, in what uh, type of kingdom I'm referring to. Again, relationships, career, uh, physical, mental, emotional, all those things. I talk about the three kingdoms in my book, Becoming Kings. In whatever kingdom that I'm referring to, if you're making progress, you're going to feel a, a deep sense of happiness and fulfillment, like excitement, like, fuck yes, I'm doing this. It's when we are spinning our wheels and we're feeling like we're stagnant and we're feeling like we're experiencing Groundhog's Day is when life can get really, really dark. And that's oftentimes when we don't feel like we have a purpose. We don't feel like we have... Uh, a intention towards where we're putting forth our energy and we start to feel like we are, uh, we have so much potential and we're not tapping into any of it. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm referring to is to like cultivate those little opportunities for you to strengthen your word with yourself, strengthen your sense of self-esteem, your esteem for yourself, your self-worth, and then through that, begin taking on bigger and bigger projects and challenges while still having the humility to be able to receive feedback from people, which also requires you to ask for it, uh, to you know, listen to, to other people who might have a differing opinion, 
and to not be completely attached to your sense of identity uh, with however you've constructed your life at the moment. Because like I said, I had my life going and I was a, I was a, a, a women's health coach. And then that year of 2018, I threw up my hands. I said, you know what? I know I'm not deeply fulfilled. I'm working maybe 10 hours a week. Okay, cool. Making 70, 80 grand at the time uh, through at least my coaching business. Okay, that's, that's cool. It's not nothing, but it's not a lot, you know. And then sitting in a mastermind where people were complaining because they couldn't get over the $50,000 a month, you know, <laughs> range in their coaching businesses. And I'm feeling entirely worthless, right? Talk about lack of uh, self-esteem and self-worth. <clears throat> but also being willing to go back to corporate America if that's where I really needed to go. And that's when I met Christine and that's when she really challenged me. And two months later, it kind of lit a fire under me. I was like, okay, cool. Like two months later, I started my meetings of men uh, the next year in 2019. And that took off and that allowed me to really start tapping into what men wanted. It really challenged me in my areas of deep insecurity and woundings. It led me to this podcast. It led me to write my book. It led me to men's tons of different men only retreats, which were so healing and helpful. Uh, it really put me on a different trajectory. And even having said that, I have found myself over 2020, 2021, 2022, at times still feeling a, a deep sense of loneliness or lack of fulfillment or exhaustion, like that I didn't have the energy. I'm like, okay, what is this? Like, do I want to, there, I, I, I should, if I could tell you how many times I have conversations with um, one of my best friends who does all of the back-end work, his whole team does all the back-end work for my, you know, my personal brand, this podcast, my book funnels, everything else, uh, my meetings of men, my retreats. If I could tell you how many times I've had the conversation with him being like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I think I want to let it all go. And he was just very loving and was like, okay, okay, well. And he'd play some devil's advocate. Uh, and then I'd usually go and sleep on it. And uh, within 24 hours, I'd be like, no, like I still want to, I still feel inherently like this is a big part of what I stand for, but I don't feel like it's, everything that I want to do. There's other things that I want to do. Like, okay. Having that humility actually to back off of the things that I had built, which is meetings of men, podcasts three days uh, a week, you know, three episodes a week, uh, doing a lot of different things that I had been doing that, that were requiring a lot of my energy and time but weren't actually offering a ton of ROI, allowed me to, you know, to allow myself to be humble enough uh, and just to really truly ask, like, what is it that I, that I really want to continue to reflect upon and struggle through those days, open doors for real estate investing, uh, you know, now HVAC investing. Um, and now I have a lot clearer idea of like, okay, I love doing this podcast. I love doing the, you know, book sales and the online courses, my Code of Kings, my Rise and Rain program, my 10-day fast track, all these other programs that I have. I love doing those. And yet, <clears throat> I also love, uh, I've been really loving buying a business and growing it. 
that I could see that in five, 10 years from now, I would love to have maybe two or three other um, blue-collar, non-sexy businesses that just print money. And then I get to work with amazing people, and I'm diversified across different industries. And so that has really allowed me to be like, okay, I would not have been here if I really felt like my ego was saying, no, I must be a coach. I must be one of the biggest coaches in the industry. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have that desire. And so I think it's just really important as you're listening to this and as you keep looking at your life to, to question your own behavior, your own identity in a healthy way. And I'm not talking about throwing everything away because oftentimes that's not the best solution. I think sometimes there is um, a happy medium. There's a happy, like, well, ultimately what I did was just like, wh- what is it that I do that, that for me provides the most amount of fulfillment? Okay, cool, check. Those are those things. If I had, if I freed up more time, could I step into this? Could I step into that? Could I buy this business and run this business here in Colorado? Like, okay, cool, I, I can do that. Now going forward, what are the things that I really want to do? Oh, I want to, I want to get remarried. I want to start a family. I want to travel the world. I want to do a bunch of different things. And so that is, granted, I'm using myself as an example, and you're the things that you want. Maybe you want to buy a boat and sell around the world. Maybe you want to buy a, you know, a, a Sprinter van or an RV. Maybe you want to pay off your house. Uh, maybe you want to work your way up to being... CEO or VP of sales or like whatever it is, it's, it's fine. Like it's great, but you just want to make sure that you are <laughs> happy and fulfilled along the way versus thinking that, oh, I'll be happy when I get someplace, right? So I digress. I hope you follow my kind of, <laughs> my train of thought uh, in this episode of all the things that I would recommend for a guy who's listening to this podcast who I imagine, I could be wrong, but I imagine you've got things in your life that you could be really, really grateful for. Things in your life that maybe uh, 10 years ago you only wished you could have and now you have them and now you take them for granted, right? You probably have a lot of things that you can be extremely grateful for and there's also probably a lot of things in your life that are less than optimal, right? Less than ideal. And so the trick is to continue to express gratitude (laughs) and to appreciate the things that you have that you really do love and to uh, trim away all the fat of the things that you don't like doing. Like anything, right? Say you commute 45 minutes a day one way to work. Figure out ways to to not commute. Maybe you can work from home, right? Maybe you can switch up your hours. Maybe you like, maybe you don't love dressing up in a suit every single day. You'd like to be more casual. Propose that idea. Maybe you want more time to, to go travel the world. Or, you know, I remember the first time I was thinking, oh, I want to spend a week down in spring training, watching St. Louis Cardinals down in Jupiter. And I did that. And I was, while I was sitting in the stands, I was thinking, okay, next year I want to do two weeks here. And I fucking did that. And when I was sitting there for those two weeks, I'm like, next year I'm going to do a fucking month. I'm going to do all of spring training. And I was like, what? I can, how much I'd have to evolve to let go of a business that I had built around me personally to be able to hire other 
employees at the, at the time of my gyms to be able to step away for an entire month and have it run was super scary for me as a 32, 33 year old, right? And yet I made that happen. And then I started setting dreams of like, oh, I want to spend a month over in Europe. I want to go spend a month. Yeah, you know, I want to go travel the world. I want to do this and that. And those things. And it was just, a, I mean, it's all different iterations. But it's a result of asking myself, what is it that I really wanted? Asking myself very valuable, valuable questions without limiting myself. Of like, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the smarts. I don't have this like, those are all fears that are going to attempt to screw you out of your dreams, right? And all I'm saying is that you've got to believe in yourself to at least <laughs> question, uh, you know, what in your life right now might be mediocre or just like, okay, right? And then to actually challenge yourself towards taking the action that would allow you to level up. And like I said, the reality is that you're going to keep leveling up, but you don't have to level up at any certain rate or any certain trajectory. You know, I have other friends who've had a much faster rise to quote unquote financial success, although I don't know if they're necessarily uh, as happy, but that's their journey, right? We're all on different journeys. There's no point in comparing any of our journeys, but the truth is that if you're listening to a podcast like this and you're still hanging with me, <laughs> on this episode, then something must be resonating to where you're, you're feeling something stirring in your heart of being like, yeah, I'm not tapping into the fullness of me. I know there's more potential within me to give. I feel uh, a little bit caged or, or stagnant. I feel a little bit stuck or um, caged. <laughs> and I need certain areas of my life to be let loose. And that's all I'm saying is to, without making any rash decisions just yet, take time, whether it be to journal, pen and paper, or to write it down on your phone or on your computer, just be like asking yourself, what, what would life ideally look like if you could paint it to be everything you'd want it to be? And that's something that I do take guys through in my Code of Kings uh, program. So side note, sales pitch. <laughs> uh, I really, really do. I mean, the, the Code of Kings is the program that literally is sitting uh, just in the other room next to my bed on my bed stand that I look at every single morning and every single night that allows me to keep reminding myself of like, what is it that really excites me? And what is it that I'm really moving towards? Otherwise, it's really easy to lose your way and just to get kind of caught up in like the drift uh, of life or like the the downward stream rather than swimming against the stream or really thinking about where you're going in life. You're just kind of caught in the current of like, okay, I guess this is just where life is going. Um, and so it's just important to have that vision and the clarity of what it is that you want to create and then to just continue to chip away day in and day out towards that vision. So you can certainly pick that up at... Uh, on my website, johnnyking.com, and click on the Programs tab and go check out the Code of Kings. Highly recommend. Uh, it's what I use personally. Um, or there's so many other programs out there that if they resonate with you more deeply, just take action. Invest in yourself. And obviously you're doing that with this podcast. 
which is great, but you've actually got to do the work. Just listening um, isn't enough. You've got to put pen to paper. You've really got to start answering some of these questions and then start creating a, a tangible action plan, if you will, to move yourself forward. So again, I digress. Thank you for listening. Hope this has been helpful. If you have any thoughts or questions, always feel free to hit me up on email or on social media. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. We'll talk then. Thanks. That's it for this one. And I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say, hey, it would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.